you're listening to Baby Steps with Matt and Adam, where we learn the basics of the Christian faith together through steps so small they seem ridiculous. Let's get going. Coming in at number seven of the Ten Commandments, you shall not steal. What does this mean, Adam? Glad you asked. It means... We should fear and love God so that we do not take our neighbor's money or possessions or get them in any dishonest way, but help him to improve and protect his possessions and income. Sounds so nice. You got to say it twice. Oh, I agree. We should fear and love God so that we do not take our neighbor's money or possessions or get them in any dishonest way, but help him to improve and protect his possessions and income. All right, so we are moving along within the Ten Commandments. Uh, we're moving from dealing with a, a, the person's person and his closest relationship, uh, their spouse, and now we're moving into uh, material possessions. Right, so the kind of people God says you're going to be, my promise to you is you're going to become these kind of people. My law to you is a curb, mm-hmm. a mirror, and then a guide. So that's, that's the rubric with which we are working through these. And so right off the bat, the curb is don't steal from your neighbor. Why? <laughs> well, wow, that's a heavy question, Matt. No, but like the initial, why is this even a commandment? Because, and because I think uh, growing up, uh, yeah, I... Where did you grow up? Growing up, <laughs> yeah, within, like, uh, yes, well, no, growing up... In more of like reformed circles, you start to hear things like worldly possessions and material things shouldn't matter and they're oh. of no good and importance and yes. just a distraction from our uh, faith and walk with Christ. So that's, I see what you're saying. Perfect. First and foremost, things and possessing things are not bad. Mm-hmm. God created it and said, you're going to have things, you're going to have property, you're going to have houses, you're going to have cars, and that's good Mm -hmm. because God provides for his people. They provide for you financially so you can eat, so you can actually love your wife and your kids or your neighbor. He provides things for you to possess and also for your enjoyment. Like he didn't put Adam and Eve in a desert and say, stay away from all the bad things. (laughs) He said, no, here, I want you to build and create and have possessions that are yours. That are yours and that you can enjoy. Yes. The enjoyment of life. So I, I just wanted to state that, that the reason God says this is because he's in this commandment is saying material possessions are a good thing. Yes. When in their proper place. Right. And the temptation sometimes, depending on where you're at, is to escape things Mm -hmm. or feel like you're really spiritual and have nothing. The other temptation is I must have more and more and more. Right. And both think you're getting the blessing of God through either not having things or having things. Mm -hmm. And what we're saying and what the Bible says is, no, you have God's blessing because he's decided to give it to you from the very beginning. Right. And he will provide for you. And so, ev- And everything we have is a gift. And yeah. so now he's protecting these gifts that he's given to us. All right. So let's break down, don't steal, what this can entail. First of all, don't steal your neighbor's possessions or money, right? Just right. don't take something that you know is not yours. That's basic enough. Uh, yeah. We all have natural laws against that and to protect us from that. 
And that's very simple, like not hard for us to grasp. That's a societal baseline. Mm -hmm. Don't steal. Otherwise, you get in trouble. Right. That's the curb. But it gets a step further. It goes a step further, as the law always does. And also this would entail being lazy or sloppy when working as employees. Hmm. So you can actually steal in in a way that's not really even known. Luther Mm -hmm. talks about it as... You know, you would rather have someone break in and steal some money than have an employee or someone you trust just slowly pilfer from you year after year after year and or not work hard, Mm -hmm. hurt your business, hurt what's going on or steal from you slowly. And then they feel like a good person, like you never even know it. Right. That's even worse. Um, The other idea here is. Acquiring goods by dishonesty, fraud, or taking advantage of others. Yeah, so like in business. Right. So, yeah, this is like we have to realize that we live in a corrupt world, and one of the things we're constantly trying to navigate, especially with uh, online businesses, oh, yeah. is uh, are they trying to, are they ripping me off? Right, scams. Yeah, is this a scam or not? Are they charging me more than uh, they should be? Like right now, price, gouge, price gouging is a real thing right. for us in the middle of a pandemic. Of course. And But this, so we can apply it to others, but then we always have to make sure and check ourselves. Like where am I either not being a good, faithful worker and employee, mm-hmm. or where am I using my business to uh, take more from others than is necessary. Right. And we definitely live in a world, we are so accustomed to it. I get daily phone calls and my phone now says telemarketer or mm-hmm. scam notice, spam yeah. notice, not yes. scam. But yeah, we live in a world where people are taking advantage. We aren't to do that. So this is the mirror where you might look at yourself and say, oh, am I trying to you know, get a good deal at the expense of a friend mm-hmm. or at the expense of someone who's not going to have now? Right. Um, we also have a situation where, so this is what the government is set up for. To The government is supposed to be um, protecting and punishing people who steal and mm-hmm. everything. Um, and so we hope and pray for the government to be good in this way. Right. And that is like a, a good, on our part, a civic duty for us uh, to engage our government to make sure... And to even like in our voting practices and mm-hmm. all these things is to engage to and but really through prayer and asking God, like, Lord, please help our government and our leaders to uh, be able to find the thievery within our our nation. Yeah. So uh, I have to mention, though, because it's so funny. It, it struck me reading Luther, mm-hmm. the large catechism. He, he talks about how everybody. There's so much thievery that if you. If you arrested everybody who's engaging in this, there'd be no people left. Yes. He's like, there's so much thievery going on. And he says, it's really wrong. And he goes, here's, here's the worst part about it for you, Christian. This is the curb. Uh, if you rob a poor person or you take advantage, they have no voice. Right. They've been marginalized, so they can't complain to anybody. Um, but guess who they can complain to? God. God. So the person you take advantage of or steal from cries out to God and God hears them. And Luther's like, and uh, it's not a good thing when the poor who God loves and looks after are crying out 
because of you. And are bringing your name up to God in regards to theft. Yeah, it's like, oh no, you don't want to be a part of that. Do not want to be on that radar. So look at yourself and make sure uh, you're not trying to take advantage and steal from people. And the Bible has like severe like warnings against this. And there's always the threat of when you engage in thievery or robbing of any kind, you can expect that to fall back on you. Yes. It always comes. You never have enough. You'll Mm -hmm. always be lacking. You'll always be lacking. And, and this is an interesting thing because God is very clear when it comes into regards of possessions Mm -hmm. about either way, where if you're going to take from people, much will be taken from you. But then he flips it. God always flips it. And he says, if you give to people, yeah. much will be given to you. And this is the, where the law for us now in light of Christ becomes mm-hmm. the guide. And what this is saying, don't steal. I'm going to make you the kind of people who don't steal. Mm-hmm. But to the point where you are taken care of and looked, you are looked after so you can look after your neighbors. You can provide for your family. You can provide for your friends. You can provide and give to the poor and to charity and to your church. Like, this is what God's doing. And the promise is, I'm going to take care of you if you're mm-hmm. my people. You don't need to steal. Right. It's kind of like, uh, did you ever steal anything growing up, Matt? I can't wait for you. You're such a good... He's literally a Boy Scout to the highest degree. <laughs> well, those of us who weren't in Scouts, we did steal. And the first thing I stole was in the early 80s or late 70s, the bulk foods were all the rage. And I took a piece of candy out of a bulk bin and uh, I got caught. It was awful. Oof. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know why I'm telling you this other than it's a funny story. Cool. And, uh, the, but my parents, I know why, they said, why are you stealing this? Mm. We can buy it. You don't need to steal. We will provide for you. And that sugar is not good for you right now. You trust us for good things. And it's in a mm. small way. It's a lesson uh, and a shift for us as Christians, as people who have Jesus Christ as our King, have God as our Heavenly Father. He gives good gifts. Mm-hmm. And so now we start to direct our lives and be directed by the promise, I provide for you. I provide every good thing. In fact, everything you have is a gift. Mm-hmm. And if you can look at it as a gift, then you can look to me to provide instead of trying to steal from someone who can't provide from you for you. And he will never have enough for you. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that is corrupting yourself. It's bringing condemnation on yourself. And so it flips and, to God will provide for you. Yeah. And I think, too, what's really cool is this also guides our response to when we're stolen from oh, and wow. we are beat yeah. down. And even from uh, the authorities that are supposed to be protecting us, Yes, when they rob from us, and there is no proper authority channel to go through. Yeah, the authority did it. And the authority did it. This is where this still guides us and says, but you have a higher authority to look to. You have a God, the creator of all good things. He loves you. He sees your situation, and he will meet you in it and continue to provide for you. And you do have to remember that this is given to a people who just came out of Egypt, mm-hmm. an oppressive system where there was no... Uh, there was no righteousness in the government. They were stealing yeah. from the Israelites. Every, they were killing yeah. their firstborn babies. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were doing all sorts of things. And so to hear, you're not going to be like that. Right. You have a God who will provide for you. 
And then we become the kind of people who are generous, right? which is the great gift and guide of this that God provides. And now we have enough to give. There's a note um, in the catechism that says, In Christian freedom, a wise person once determined early in life to live on 80% of his income while saving 10% and giving 10% to church and charity. At the end of life, this person was both generous and wealthy. The promise of God is, I will provide for you. Um, and I think it's, that's wise. Yeah. It's been my experience that I have a phrase, you can't outgive God. Yes. No matter how much you give away, how much you give to the poor, give to the church, are generous with the people around you, God provides it. That's been my experience. It's, it's been my experience as well. And uh, in Proverbs nineteen seventeen. Solomon says, whoever is generous to the poor lends to the Lord, and he will repay him for his deed. And so I I just love when it comes to possessions, God says, if you take from people, I will take from you. But if you give to people, I will give to you. Right. I got a verse to match that. Go for it. It's, I love it. The Lord is faithful in all his words and kind in all his works. This is taken from Psalm 145. And it says, the Lord upholds all who are falling and raises up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand. You satisfy the desire of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and kind in all his works. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He also hears their cry and saves them. The Lord preserves all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. <laughs> Woo! So, all right. And we see this, of course, in Jesus Christ coming to earth and giving life to those of us who were poor in life. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are destitute in life and in the spirit, and he blesses us with so many promises and provides for us. So this is... Uh, This is where we're at with do not steal. It's really a call to give thanks and look to the Lord to provide to the point where you can give away. I agree. This is the seventh commandment. You shall not steal. What does this mean, Adam? We should fear and love God so that we do not take our neighbor's money or possessions or get them in any dishonest way, but help him to improve and protect his possessions and income. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.